Five Drive. Catch up. 10 minutes after 4, 31 October 2023. It feels uh, surreal to be back after eight days of being away, wedding, honeymoon, watching the Springboks take the Rugby World Cup trophy for the fourth time back to SA. They're in Johannesburg right now and a parade is going to start over the next couple of days. We're incredibly excited about this. We'll chat about the roots a little bit later on the show. But now what we're going to attempt to do uh, live on TikTok as well as on 5FM on the radio is connect to someone who has been a big voice on TikTok during the Rugby World Cup and before, part of a, a podcast called the Rugby Breakdown Podcast, him together with three other people um, that have been huge voices, both for and against the winning Springboks. But this man in particular is someone who, from the get-go, has been massively behind us. So we're very excited to chat to him. We're just going to see if we can connect with Tadi Kamwendo in a second. But Jude, you've been following this podcast for some time. Yeah, the podcast came up on my feed way before the World Cup. I think it was during the warm-up games where I, I started hearing about their, their different opinions. Uh, and I knew Tadi was uh, a Springbok fan. Um and uh, obviously Kieran Williams, um, not a Springbok fan. <laughs> and uh, they were talking about every team's chances uh, at the World Cup. And from the get-go, uh, Tadi, uh, I mean, uh, patriotically said the Springboks were going to end up winning uh, the World Cup. And he was he was right. Um, and I think also like their opinions, besides like Kieran's trolling, like their <laughs> opinions on rugby is, is quite legit. Uh, yeah, and as I said previously, I think anyone who's drumming up good content around the Rugby World Cup is good for the game. Um, it's good to have conversations. It's good to troll. It's Because that's what we all do as supporters, right? We get viciously... I saw John Smith saying us. He's like, the Springbok supporters are the worst people because <laughs> we're, we're sore losers and we're like in-your-face winners. winners. Sore winners. <laughs> and it's because of how much rugby matters to us because we're in a country that has a lot of challenges. It's a difficult place to live, South Africa. So when you put on the game and you have a drink, and you you light the fire and you get to Brian just forget about your life for for those 80 minutes when we reign as champions to us it it means so much more than just points against another team because we've beat teams who very often have a lot more than us from uh from another country's perspective i see he's waiting for us um on his live so uh we're gonna try and request to connect as quickly as we can um and then see if we can see if we can get this to happen next on the show have we have we got it there are we are we connected i don't know let's see tadi do you hear me are we on are we on on that side yes yes I can hear you. good man how are you where are we connecting to you from firstly welcome onto the show by the way um yeah how, how are things where are you right now I have a lot of questions for you about this, man. The first one being, so explain to me, we were giving uh, the background to your podcast. It's something that a lot of us have consumed on, on social media over the course of the World Cup. But I wanted to know uh, from you personally, well, what is the, is there a connection to South Africa? Is it just liking the rugby that we played? I mean, from the get-go, you were, you were behind the book. Where did that come from? I believe my great-grandfather is South African. Uh, my dad's from Zimbabwe and so is my mum and there is a massive Springbok contribution in terms of supporters so I've always had that Springbok sort of culture in my household and I just I always love the team. And aside from having that sense of passion um, and that deep sense of, of of love for the Springboks why why were you so confident ahead of time how, why was it that you knew what was it about our rugby what was it about how we went into the World Cup that made you back us in the 2023 competition? 
Well, I believe the thing is with Raz Razi Erasmus, he, he's a tactician and he's the sort of guy that, you know, always has a plan for something. I believe every other team was playing to win. Ireland, France, they were all playing for results and trying to pick up form. But I didn't really think we'd seen the best of the Springboks heading into the World Cup. I didn't think we'd seen the Springboks at 100%. And I know when the Springboks play at 100%, nobody can beat them. I wondered, what was your take on only Eben Etzebeth being placed into the Dream Team one day after the World Cup win? Do you think we should have had more players there? Do you think it's indicative of the fact that South Africa is more of a team country than they are an individualistic one? Do you think we were robbed? What's your take on that? Well, I think it's a mixture. I think from a World Cup winning team to only have one player in the team of the year, I think it speaks volumes about the way in which South Africa is perceived by those higher up within the rugby rankings. I believe the likes of Peter Steph, Dutoy, Jesse Creel, Cheslin Colby. It was a travesty to not have them on the list and to for that team to be dominated by players who were knocked out in the quarterfinals. But, you know, at the same time, individuals don't win World Cups, as we know. It's a team effort and the team cohesion is needed. So I'm not I'm not as angry as I was a few days ago. I've calmed down now. <laughs> and we can see as well that uh, Kieran Williams is there on the live. I love him, by the way. Um, I, I want to say, <laughs> no, I, I genuinely do. And I always have, because I think, I think, Karen, I think that you're a brilliant troll. And I think that you've been able to wrap your, wrap your content around South Africa so well during the World Cup. You may see how, how brilliantly he got under our producer's skin of all people. Like, I think he did so many South Africans. But I want to know the, the, the pivots. Do you think, is it genuine? The Being a South African supporter now, is that coming from a, a place of love or is that is that just the next chapter? Um, For myself or for Kieran? For Kieran, 100%. Um, I think he's been humbled into it, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it all jokes, he's... He's he's earned. I think we've we've earned his respect. Um, before the tournament, I think he wasn't too sure of South Africa and thought the likes were of France and Ireland. You know what could potentially beat them in this World Cup. But he genuinely, I think, now has respect for South Africa as as world champions. And tell me, Taddy, is this uh, this has obviously brought a lot more attention to your podcast, which already had achieved success prior to this rugby breakdown podcast? But is there a, is there a plan to you know maybe take it beyond TikTok, do different things as commentators, as voices behind the game? Where 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 are you at now? Because I imagine, as I say, there has been a, a massive increase in interest with what you guys have created during the World Cup. Definitely, definitely. I think we have plans to do more, um, you know, longer length content on YouTube, Spotify. We're hoping to really, you know, get involved with competitions like the Six Nations and do a lot of commentary around that and really expand on the fan base that we've made. I think, you know, looking at like some of the progress, like Kieran's been able to make bringing in a new audience, helping us out with that. And I really think we are helping rugby in terms of creating some sort of narrative on social media where if you look a year ago on TikTok and other social media platforms, there wasn't really a lot of people talking about rugby, but now there is. And I, I like to think that we we are a large reason because of that. I think you have a lot to do with it. And I think this kind of content is good. I think you must continue to be informed and ferocious and argue and get us hot under the collar and get people uh, viciously supporting their team and taking down each other. Keep doing what you're doing. I think the work that you guys are putting out there is amazing. Um, and I, and I want to see a lot more of it, as you said, with any other rugby tournament that is to come. And and good for you for backing the winning team. And you, uh, <laughs> you had the right guys from the get-go. So we love you for that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the South African support. I mean, you guys are absolutely fantastic. Uh, 
I, I received a lot of uh, slander from the Northern Hemisphere, but the support you guys are giving me is amazing. Thank you so much. Paddy Kamwendo from the Rugby Breakdown podcast joining us on 5 Drive on 5FM this afternoon. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5 City.